This evening I'd like to share a, a reflection for all of you, a reflection by Madeline Lingle that comes from a book of Advent readings and Christmas readings entitled Watch for the Light. It's a reading that we used a portion of this past Friday on the winter solstice, a time when several of us gathered in the West Room as the sun set and as we marked the longest or the shortest day, the longest night of the year, but also the beginning of light, the coming of the light. It's no mistake that Christmas comes around the winter solstice. It was planned that way as a way of celebrating the return of the light, the light that we heard of in John's Gospel. And so Madeline Lingle reflects on that in an experience that she had in the night. She writes, I walk out onto the deck of my cottage, looking up at the great river of the Milky Way, flowing across the sky. A sliver of moon hangs in the southwest with the evening star gently in the curve. Evening, evening of this day, evening of my own life. I look at the stars and I wonder, how old is the universe? All kinds of estimates have been made, and as far as we can tell, not one is accurate. All we know is that once upon a time, or rather, once before time, Christ called everything into being in a great breath of creativity. Waters, land, green growing things, birds and beasts, and finally human creatures. The beginning, the genesis. Not in ordinary earth days. The Bible makes it quite clear that God's time is different from our time. A thousand years for us is no more than the blink of an eye to God. But in God's time, the universe came into being, opening up from a tiny flower of nothingness to great clouds of hydrogen gas to swirling galaxies. In God's good time, solar systems and planets, and ultimately this planet on which I stand on this evening as the earth makes its graceful dance around the sun. It takes one earth day, one earth night, to make a full turn, part of the intricate pattern of the universe. And God called it good, very good. A sky full of God's children. Each galaxy, each star, each living creature, every particle and subatomic particle of creation, we are all children of the Maker. From a subatomic particle with a lifespan of a few seconds to a galaxy with a lifespan of billions of years, to us human creatures somewhere in the middle, in size and age, we are made in God's image, male and female, and we are, as Christ promised us, God's children by adoption and grace. Children of God, made in God's image. How? Genesis gives no explanations, but we do know instinctively that it is not a physical image. God's explanation is to send Jesus, the incarnate one, God enfleshed. Don't try to explain the incarnation to me. It is further from being explainable than the furthest star in the furthest galaxy. It is love. 
God's limitless love enfleshing that love into the form of a human being, Jesus, the Christ, fully human and fully divine. Was there a moment known only to God when all the stars held their breath, when the galaxies paused in their dance for a fraction of a second, and the Word, who had called it all into being, went with all his love into the womb of a young girl, and the universe started to breathe again, and the ancient harmonies resumed their song, and the angels clapped their hands for joy? Power, greater power than we can imagine, abandoned, as the Word knew the powerlessness of the unborn child, still unformed, taking up almost no space in the great ocean of amniotic fluid, unseeing, unhearing, unknowing, slowly growing as any human embryo grows, arms and legs and a head, eyes, mouth, nose, slowly swimming into life until the ocean in the womb is no longer large enough and it's time for birth. Christ, Christ, the second person of the Trinity, Christ, the maker of the universe, or perhaps many universes, willingly and lovingly, leaving all that power and coming into this poor, sin-filled planet to live with us for a few years, to show us what we ought to be and could be. Christ came to us as Jesus of Nazareth, holy human and holy divine, to show us what it means to be made in God's image. Jesus, as Paul reminds us, was the firstborn of many brethren. I stand on the deck of my cottage, looking at the sky full of God's children, and know that I am one of them.